She's starting to wobble. She's three lengths in front, coming after a hini putter. She's all over the place, Aquacade. But don't worry, she knows where the winning post is. Aquacade bolted in in the Avondale Cup. Second over was hini Para, a lovely run. Then we've got photos for third. But but it's all out of Visto. 100 metres to go. Three or four lengths in front of Rota Arataki. And Anna Visto trots in. Won it in grand style. Rota Arataki second, Exolita third from Vespertine. Then came... Leader was Loxton Bale. On the rail was Long Shadow. On the outside, Rita Bale. Running on was uh, well grounded. Behind them was Supreme Sword on the, in the straight. Loxton Bale. Long Shadow gets the inside run and scores. Long Shadow wins the last over Rita Bale. And third in will be... There it is, Wizards. Another great win from the Wiz Syndicate. Uh, dogs there with Long Shadow getting up in the shadows of the post after drawing the one box. He's been pretty lucky like that, but it was a mighty win. And right here, right now, we've got a ripping show for you. We've got the Wiz here to talk all about the dogs. We've got an update on our current last man standing competition. Details on the new competition, Punt Club 3, coming up soon. And a bit more information about our new dog and, of course, the tips at the end of the show. Right now, I'd love to welcome the guy that puts together all the Wiz syndicates, and that's the Wiz himself. How are you, mate? I'm good, Gaz. What a great intro that was, mate. You uh, keep doing yourself, uh, that's for sure. Now, yeah, it was a great win, uh, Long Shadow. He drew the cherry for the third time in a row, Gaz, and... Wow, well, uh, you know, it was a good run. He looked gone a little bit down the back straight, but he done his signature move on the home turn, dived back to the inside, stretched out, and got the win for the boys in the syndicate. So that was good, Gaz. Is that, uh, is uh, that like your mark. signature move at the nightclub there, Wiz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we won't go into that now, Gary. <laughs> Much more important things to talk about, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, look. Speaking of Long Shadow, though, uh, while we're on the topic, uh, Gary, for anyone that follows the Syndicate Dogs, Long Shadow is in again on this Saturday night. He'll be going around at the Meadows on Australian Cup night, Gaz. It's a big night down there. They generally get a, a massive crowd. You know, there's face painting, slides and snow cone uh, things for the kids. And, yeah, uh, we're going to be sitting upstairs. Cone. Sorry? Snow cones or nose cones? <laughs> snow cones mate <laughs> snow cones for the kids that's for sure there might be a few nose cones later on who knows if we get the win but um yeah we'll be sitting up there having a three-course meal and drinking uh you know unlimited booze there gary so i'm sure we'll be staggering out of there and hopefully uh we can stagger out with a win as well so for anyone that wants to follow uh the big boy he's uh in race one this week so uh, a nice early race for once and Excellent. again gary we got box one again, so uh, we're giving him a, a bit of a big chance on, on Saturday night. Loving that, Wiz. And you're getting the one box with Long Shadow, and every time poor old Ensemble runs, she gets box six and is cast out the back, mate. So I think you need to be putting some of that love across to Ensemble when she re resumes, mate. 
Yeah, look, she's come back well, Gaz. She'll be back, I think, on Wednesday after the weekend. She might have a a short course race at uh, Ballarat. So, yeah, hopefully Excellent. she can draw a decent box and yeah, find some of that old form. And I understand you got some news about the new Wiz Dog as well. Yeah, the new one we purchased not too long ago, Gary. It's been sent up to New South Wales where it's going to be trained by Chris Newcomb Funky Monkey, uh, as he's known on the tipping page here on in the Wiz Group. Uh, she's settling win well from all reports, uh, Gary, but we have uh, put in an application to change its name. Um, its name was Yukon Dancer, but we've put a, you know, uh, some paperwork in to change that to Spellcaster, which uh, kind of relates to Wizards and I suppose binds in with the, uh, the song at the top of the show there, Gary. It does, mate. That sounds absolutely fantastic and looking forward to seeing Chris get her up and running, mate. Yeah, plenty of hope and little expectation, Gary. I uh, can go a long way, so let's uh, see what he can do. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've got a competition running at the moment, Wiz, the last man standing comp. And so far we've had one meeting of, of tipping and we've got our next one tomorrow at Sandown. How does the ladder look at the moment, mate? Yeah, look, it was an exciting day for the first uh, event, Gary. Unfortunately, as people know, whoever's on the bottom of the ladder at the end of the uh, the tipping days does get eliminated. So Leanne Elliott was knocked out, unfortunately, one of our newest wizards. She actually predicted it. I don't know if you saw, Gary, on the page, but she did <laughs> she write, did. I'll be the first one knocked out. So, so yeah, a bit of a negative affirmation there that come through, unfortunately, for her. But we had some good performances. We had uh, Norm Lifebeard at Norm Campbell. He uh, was one of our top store- scorers uh, with 11 points. And another one of our favourites, Jerry Bowie, he scored 11 as well. So they're sitting up the top there. Jess Hopkins, one of our recent winners of past competitions, is sitting on 10. And um, look, if you cast your eye down the ladder to the bottom, Gary, I I see uh, you're down there at the moment, just giving everyone a bit of a head start. And uh, Uh, Thompson down there as well. I like holding up the ladder, mate. That's, That's just how I roll before I come with a big rush at the end. Yeah, look, I'm sure you're going to bounce back. And me and Wiz Jr. and a few others, we're all uh, the meat and the sandwich sitting in the middle. So who knows uh, what's what's going to happen this week? Well, don't worry, mate. Uh, this... Tyler's let me know all about where I am in the competition. So I'll have to hit back just to shut him up. <laughs> I saw that in the uh, in the chat there, Gary. Well, look, uh, we've got the tipping coming up this Saturday. So uh, punters, don't forget to get your tips in latest by 11 a.m. Melbourne time on Saturday. Yeah, look, we're doing the whole card there, the full 10 race, uh, sorry, nine races there, Gary. So, look, there could be some uh, chopping and changing come the end of this meet. Absolutely, Wiz. And and speaking about our our good wizards on the on the page and, and in the chat, we're, our very own Jess Hopkins earlier today at Bendigo, uh, race six there, Wiz, she trained the winner called Manoli Magic. And Manoli was favoured to get up and got the chocolate. So congratulations to Jess Hopkins. Good on you, Jess. I actually miss that, uh, Gary, because I, I am a fan of that dog. I normally get on it. I didn't know it was in. So uh, there's was, one that yes. slipped through the wizard's fingers. <laughs> no, she's done very well. And also during the week, a particularly good a tipping performance on the page was Jerry, who landed four from seven in the middle of the week there. So grab, get onto the page there, punters, and, and have a look at some of the tips that get put up. The, the whole panel is going really well at the moment. Look, apart from the last man standing, uh, Wizards, we've also got another competition approaching. It's one of our uh, more favourites. Uh, it's not actually a competition. It's more a punk club there, Gary. So 
coming up for its third season in a row. So do you want to have a bit of a yak about that? I do, mate. I do, yes. So Punk Club 2 was a great success. Uh, we ended up in a nice profit at the end of the at the end of the season. There, we had about thirty wizards join us for that, and uh, everyone collected a bit of cash and was pretty happy. Punt Club Three, we're trying to align, as I, I think I mentioned in the uh, last podcast, with we're aligning as much as we can with the uh, footy season because that's where. We, we really have a strength on the page. So footy season starts Thursday, the 16th of March. So looking to kick off the comp, well, not the competition, but the, the punt club then. If you want to get involved, get in touch with either myself or the Wizards. I think we're looking at, because we've got two competitions running at once at the moment, Wiz, we'll have a $200 buy-in this for punt club three. And that means you get $200 when it's your nominated week. And, you know, you can bet on whatever you want, but let's all drive to make a profit and have a big uh, party at the end of it. Sounds good, Gary. And I mean, you'll see the return of some of our dormant wizards, people like Sean Speed Racer, who else? Nelson, the bearded wizard. Some of these fellas and a few others uh, are really into the AFL. So look, I'm sure once uh, PC3 starts, uh, guys, you'll see the return of some of our uh, dormant but favourite wizards. Oh, absolutely. It's great fun as well. Everyone gets behind all of the tips and there's plenty of banter that goes on in the chat. So if you join, you'll get access to that chat as well. So lots of fun. And as I say, looking for another profit this time. Hopefully we can make it bigger. Let's get into Punt Club 4 after a successful Punt Club 3. Yep. Also important to know, uh, Gary, for anyone that may be listening and thinking of coming on board and having a crack, even if you have your round where you punt your 200, even if you score no no return for the kitty, you still get a piece of the prize at the end, don't you? Oh, absolutely you do. You don't uh, just lose your 200 there, your investment there. You, you, of course, everyone's in to help everyone else profit their whiz. So it all gets split evenly at the end, not based on who tipped what or anything like that. So we just get in there, we give it a good hard crack and, you know, we make some money. So there will definitely be a return at the end of the of the whole thing. We've got a really smart bunch of punters that get involved in, in our punt clubs. So if you want to get involved, just uh, reach out and let us know and we'll get you into the comp. And, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing what you can do on your nominated week. Speaking of money, Gary, we better get some tips together and give them to the punters because I know you've got a few up your sleeve and I've got a few for the uh, dogs on Saturday night. So, Wizards, grab a pen, paper, Gaz, spin a tune, and we'll be back in a minute. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. All right, punters, here we are. It's time for the tips. We've had a bit of a yak, you know, about everything that's going on on the page and how we've gone, but it is a massive weekend of racing this weekend, Wiz. We have Group 1 races across the Tasman at Otaki in New Zealand. We also have the massive Blue Diamond Stakes Day this year at Sandown, Wiz, uh, which is a little bit different. I don't think uh, there's only been one year that the Blue Diamond has not been at Caulfield, and as we all know, they're putting a silly little inside track in at Caulfield at the moment. The only other year that it's been not at Caulfield is when Paint won at Flemington. 
So it's been a while, and this year we're at Sandown. We've also got the, you know, a great support card. We've got the Oakley Plate, and we've also got the Futurity Stakes at Group 1 level. And then over at Randwick as well, Wiz, we've got the Chipping Norton and the Surround Stakes also at Group 1 level. And I know you've got a few you're keen on at the Dogs on Saturday night. Yeah, and as the punters would know, uh, in the first show of the year, Gary, you know, we killed it with Ocean Treaty and a handful of winners from yourself. Last week, uh, we put away Anavisto and Aquacate, who both were dominant winners there, Gary, as well as uh, Long Shadow. Uh, we gave a good push for that. So definitely uh, finding some winners, and hopefully we can put a few away this week as well, starting in, I believe you're going to New Zealand to kick us off, Gary. I am. There's three races I want to take a look at in New Zealand there, Wiz. First, we'll go to Matter Matter. And at the moment, I have to say, Auckland's copping an absolute barrage of rain and, and thunder and lightning right now. So it be interesting to see how the uh, track turns out. It's certainly going to be heavy. And that's the reason why I've gone in the two races that I've gone with some with some horses, I think will handle the the heavy track the best. So the first tip is race four, and this is the two-year-old Matter Matter uh, Slipper, which is a group three. And I've actually gone for a bit of an outsider here, Wiz, in number three, Burn to Shine from the Stephen Marsh stable. Had a really good win first up on the synthetic. And, and uh, being by So You Think, I think he's going to handle the ground far better than what I've seen from trials out of the two Tiakao runners that are at the top, Tokyo Tycoon and Trobriand. They're very short. They can certainly win, but I've gone for the horse that I think that will handle the rain affected going the best, and he's currently at $16. So keen to have a small lash there. There you go, punters. Uh, New Zealand race four, burn to shine it. Pretty decent odds there, Gary, at the 16th. So maybe a, a good each-way little bet there. Yep, and race seven there, Wiz, just to uh, finish off at Matter Matter there. Uh, it's the female version of the uh, of the two-year-old stakes races at Group 2 level. Uh, race seven, I've gone for number one, Ulanova. Absolutely belted in last start on a... I think it was a soft seven track, so almost a heavy. Has won on a heavy track in a trial before, and uh, last start she won by about six lengths and was one of my tips as well. I think she can get the chocolates here again on a, on a very suitable track at $2. Um, certainly wary of number five, low flying as well, being by Tavachi should handle the wet whiz. He's currently at $11. So if punters were something looking for something a little bit longer, then perhaps um, low flying could be an option, but I'm very keen to stick with Yulanova. Yulanova or Yulanova? Yulanova with a U. Sounds like uh, one of the women tennis players out of the Australian Open, I guess. <laughs> so there you go, punters. Race seven, you're all over at two to one. And prior to that was race four, burn to shine at the big 16 to one. Where to now, Gary? Uh, just off to Otaki for the one race. We've got the the royally named El Cheapo Cars WFA Cl- Classic. It's um, <laughs> a group one race over a mile. Doesn't sound very prestigious, but it's actually one of the better races on the New Zealand program annually. And and this year is certainly, you know, no different to that. We've got Group 1 winners in Priest de Fer, Levante, La Cric, 
and uh, up-and-coming three-year-olds like uh, Wild Knight. And and Wild Knight's the one that I actually like here, Wiz. Does like a good track. Finished a very brave third last start in the Herbie Dyke. Probably didn't get the 2,000, so does pop back to 1,600 here, which will be absolutely perfect for him. Gets a weight um, drop on some of the other highly, more highly credentialed mares in the field in particular. And I think he's a really good bet at almost five bucks. What race was that? That was race seven, number nine. There you go, punters. Wild night. That's what uh, me, Sarah, and Fuzz will be having on Saturday after the Shadow Winds race one. A wild <laughs> night. Okay. All right, let's, uh, we... let's head out this. Yep. Sand down. Whoops. Sorry, mate. Go ahead. I was just going to say we might as well pop over to Sydney first, don't you reckon, guests? All right. Yep. Let's do that. So, Sydney, we've got two Group 1 races. We've got the Surround Stakes, which is Race 7, and the Chipping Norton at Race 8. I think Race 7, you know, in fact, both of them pretty much picked themselves. I'm going Godolphin for both of them, actually, Wiz. I think In Secret is probably one of the best three-year-olds in Australia right now. Had a good win after, you know, halfway down the straight, did not look like she was going to get up at all, but still had the audacity to win uh, 220. I think she's a pretty solid bet against horses that she's already beaten. So I think that's pretty solid. If the rain continues in Sydney and it looks like it's a heavy track, I could entertain something small as well on Fireburn, mate. I, she's obviously far better on a heavy track than she is on a dry, and at 23 bucks, I could certainly have something small on her. There you go, punters. In secret, in race seven. Who's on that, J-Mac? No, Huey. Huey? Yep, okay. J-Mac's on Zugotcha. Zugotcha. I hope he doesn't Zugetcha. <laughs> so we've got in secret there in race seven, uh, punters. Yep. Uh, on to race eight, you're going with? Uh, Adamo, mate. Best horse in the country. I can't believe that um, I, I read a pundit earlier the year that didn't have Adamo and his top three horses in the country right now. Wet track is obviously a little bit of a concern and it's not much of a tip really at 170, given that I think he is the best horse in the country. But I think he is and I think he just wins here again. Do respect Fangirl, especially if the track, as I mentioned earlier, does end up heavy, probably brings her into it a little bit more, and his animo, animo is less suited, but still think he's going to be too good, mate. <laughs> animo. Animo. That, that was funny. Animo. All righty, there you go, punters. In uh, Sydney, race seven and eight, in secret, and animo. Put those together in a, a bit of a double there, guys. You could nearly get four to one, so might be something to think about there. Absolutely. Okay, right. so that brings us across to, or I should say down to, uh, the Victorian races for the day, Melbourne. And where are they at uh, on Saturday, I guess? Big race Well, funnily enough, you should say that all the all the form guides with, say, Sandown Lakeside, but it's actually both. So there's two races over 1,800 metres that are actually being run on the hillside track punters, so be very wary of that, and all the rest are being run on the lakeside course. And if you weren't aware, the difference between the two is the lakeside is obviously around the lake and therefore is much shorter and a tighter track than what the hillside is, and it doesn't have any shoots. So what tends to happen on the lakeside more so than the hillside is that it does it can tend to um, favour on-pace runners. So maybe be aware of that, punters, when you're having a look at, at the form at Sandown. Also, Wiz, for our last man standing comp, 
um, all our entrants need to tip the card, don't they? They certainly do. So, look, uh, if you're a little bit baffled looking at the form guide, you might be uh, able to pick up some ideas from Gary. <laughs> now, uh, first tip, uh, Gary, I like something in race uh, seven. Yep. And uh, I'm guessing you've got one in that as well. You might as well go first, Gary. All right, yeah, I do really like this race. It's a really open blue diamond worth $2 million, and I tend to feel it's got it's a fairly even bunch of two-year-olds. No, no real standout from what I can see. I have had something small early on the two Arkansas kid from the Hay Stable. They took him, look, he had, he had a great debut win in the spring where he overcame heaps of difficulties to win. They took him up to the Millennium, the Inglis race, because he was bought from Inglis a couple of weeks ago, got um, held up in the fall. And so you can pretty much pen that through, but draws barrier four here, John McNeil on and at pretty decent odds right now, about 46 bucks. I think he's worth a little something there. And the other one that I am keen on is number eight Don Corleone he's also at about 10 bucks gets Mark Zara draws pretty well in three and I do like that Sydney form so uh, I will have something on him too you know two of those horses at decent odds and Mark Zara he tends to pop up in the big races doesn't he when you least expect him especially on uh, you know things that are, are a bit of juicy odds but Look, um, yep. you know, I was originally looking at uh, the top weight there with Jamie Carr, Barber, Gaz. I've heard a few whispers around for it at the five to one, but you know, Little Bros was a, a good run close up behind it not too long ago. So, considering it's double its price at 11s, I think that could be a, a good value each way play. So, punters, if you want to follow the whiz, I'm going to be having something each way on Little Bros. Uh, very good. If they can swoop whiz, then he's certainly the best swooper in the race. Um, he's by Per and Canto, and he's got a good engine on him. So hopefully he gets a good run there from seven. Both the, the Hayes boys' horses have drawn really well, Wiz, and uh, both, I think, are live chances in this race. <laughs> All right, which uh, takes us on to uh, race eight, Gaz, where there's a horse running around, which my daughter actually pointed out to me, and that's called Nugget. She loves the good chicken, chicken nugget from Macca's, Gaz, and so do I. But that's not why I'm tipping it, Gary. I, I think it was a, a pretty good run in a uh, in the Group One last week. You know, right on right on the heels with Jacinto uh, and Gentleman Roy and and those types. I know you've got some class runners in it, like Alligator Blood, Thunderstruck, um, and whatnot. But I think those runners just may be one run short of their best. This Scalper's fit, you know, trained by uh, obviously a. Uh, a very good stable there, Gary, and has uh, Jay Allen on. Jay Allen on, who I know you're not a fan, but he does owe me one from <laughs> during the week where he wrote a terrible ride on one of my tips. So I'm going to give him a exactly chance. Is my point exactly is my point exactly. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to give him a chance to bounce back and make up make it up to me, Gary. So I'll be having something on Nugget at. I think it's about six to one. It's drifting a little bit, which is slightly worrying, Gary, but. Look, I'm going to stick with it. So, race eight, nugget. Very good, Wiz. Yeah, as you know, I completely disagree with you on this race. And nugget is, you know, not one not one of mine. He probably never has been. But uh, I think group one is, is probably a, a, despite his good run when everyone was resuming last start, he wasn't. He's, he's only just come off a of freshen. Um, he was the fit horse and he's 
you know, I still think he's probably around that listed sort of level. Now that they've all had a run back, Thunderstruck, Brightside, um, even Aegon had was a really good run last start as well. I think, you know, I, I don't see him featuring, and I, and I hope I'm right there. My pick in this race is, especially now that Mr. Mozart and Laws of Indices are scratched, is Mr. Brightside, number three. I think he can actually sit outside Alligator Blood, and I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't overly impressed with Mr. Uh, with Alligator Blood's trial down at uh, Geelong recently. He normally does trial very well, and he didn't really on this occasion. So I'm happy to be against him first up here, and he certainly improved second up. So my selection is number three, Mr. Brightside, currently at uh, four eighty, almost five bucks. I believe he's he's first up with a good first up record too. You were saying off air, Gary. Who's that, Mr. Brightside? Yeah, yeah. No, well, he's second up. Um, so yeah, oh, three starts, up, three starts for second up for two wins. So, you know, he does go well early in his prep, and at this stage, you know, last spring he won the fee and second up, and he and he was dominant. Although the, you know the field wasn't that strong, I feel that he gets probably the right run now with certainly with Mr. Mozart being out. And he's uh, ridden by, you know, one of uh, our best jockeys, uh, C. Williams, as well, I believe. He certainly is. So looking forward to this race. It's uh, it's going to be tactical with the small field whiz, but I think, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a great race. Alrighty, on to race nine, uh, Gary, and one of the uh, Wizards' favourite jockeys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all his family's in the uh, last man standing competition. His mum, his dad, his Two sisters and his brother, and obviously I'm speaking about the main man, Benny Thompson. Yep. Um, leaves sunny Queensland to come down uh, to take uh, the ride on Uncommon James, Gary. So based on nothing else other than the fact that it's Benny Thompson riding it is the reason I'm going to go for it. I've got a stick thick with him, uh, Gary. So, uh, look, I'll be having something on it, and you know, I'll be crossing my fingers that young Benny can put away his first group one winner. Beautiful, mate. Yeah, I think he does have a chance. He certainly uh, built a great record for the O'Day and Hoisted team up there in in Queensland, and and um, certainly when he's come down here as well. So, I think it's a real life chance for Benny to grab a Group One victory here, and best of luck with him. I like a couple of horses sort of around the similar mark. First one being number ten, Lofty Strike. I was on last start, and it was a great win in the Rubiton, and I kind of think that's that's the right sort of form line. He came from sort of midfield and and was really strong at the end through that 1100 metres. Gets his chance as well with Froggy Newitt on board to to win a Group 1 and I guess cement his spot somewhere at stud, um, given how well-bred he is, um, you know, by Snitzel out of a Blue Diamond Stakes winner there, Wiz. So plenty riding on Lofty Strike to win here. If you follow me on Twitter as well, you would have noticed that I was pretty shocked at the at the price on the toppy there, Rock and Horse Wiz, came up at 41 bucks for some reason for a horse that's won two Group 1s down the Flemington Strait in the last 12 months, mate. Gets 58 here, but it's a you know as a handicap, it's a fairly compressed weight field. And in all fairness, the majority of these horses have formed sort of around you know listed in Group Three sprints, not Group One and around you know champions like Nature Strip and Cool and Gatter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So 
you know, Rock and Horse for me has got to have something on. You know, I've had something on at the 41s, but even I'm seeing now it's come into 31s and I still think that you know, to have something small there is is definitely worthwhile. Yep, definitely. Uh, throw, I'll be throwing that one in the uh, quaddy after that uh, spiel, Gary. You, you sold me there. <laughs> Right, Very honestly, good, look, uh, all these all these tips uh, we've raffled off. If you if you haven't written them down, you might be listening to this in the car or something. They'll all be up on the uh, page on Saturday under the daily racing thread. Generally, uh, we'll highlight them under the podcast tips or chuck a little microphone next to it. But yep, you can obviously uh, get them there if you uh, couldn't write those down. Now yeah, that is. takes us. You've got you've got a few of the dogs on Saturday night outside a long shadow. I understand. I do, Gary. Look, obviously, I, I gave the punters nugget, little bros and uncommon James on the horses, but, you know, it's with some trepidation, I must say. But, look, when you step out to the meadows, that's where I start to come into the fore, Gary. And, look, uh, there's four dogs that I'll be having something on. I, I've um, already in the chat, I've posted a, an, a four-leg place multi. I've also taken uh, the mall to win as well. So, Look, the first dog uh, off the rank is our own, Gary, Long Shadow, uh, race one, box one. I, I really believe he's he's a, a good chance. He's coming up a fi- up against a field where, apart from one dog, you know, they're all very even to the first split. And as I mentioned last week, if he ran to his best to the first split, he could nearly lead that field. And he almost did, Gary. And it puts him right in the race when he can see the bunny and he's on the rail. So same deal this week. I think off the red box, he's going to be right up there on the first turn and with a, a very even field to the first split times, they can't all get around the first turn together. So if you're going to get bumped, if you're going to get sped out the back, and when you're on the rail, Gary, it's a big advantage. So, look, I think for the syndicate boys, Long Shadow is going to be a you know a big chance, especially if you can get around that back straight in the top two. So race one, number one for the syndicate, Long Shadow. Nice one. That takes me on to race two, uh, Gary. I, I think this uh, race has uh, got a couple of scratchings in it. So if you do take, you know, the place multi, you're going to have to run top two. But I think this dog will win anyway. Race two, number four, master the art. Another, you know, dog that can be on pace. You know, it's quite strong in the back half of its race. And I think it should win as well. Excellent. Which takes me on to race five. Is um, look, I'm going to be backing Stealth here. It's off the red. It's actually Betty Thompson's parents' dog. So uh, Shona and Jason Thompson's. Uh, you just have to have a look at its form, uh, Gary, to see uh, it's going to be hard to beat. I think it's uh, won, you know, something like four of its last six runs. And it's uh, got a perfect draw there in the red on the rail. And the market's got it up as favourite at about $1.90, maybe two to one. So that's another one that should be getting over the line. So race five, number one, Stealth. And the last one's actually in the Australian Cup, Gary. I like the pink. Ooh. Normally, I wouldn't be backing a dog from the pink because, obviously, you know, it's a pretty quick uh, run to the first turn. They've got to get across the whole field. But number eight in the Australian Cup, which is race nine, uh, by the way, is called Baby JC. You know, one of the probably one of the quickest dogs early going around at the moment. Gaz has a very fast split time and has a mad railer in the seven. So... When they jump, I think the seven's going to be heading in and the eight's just going to have plenty of air to uh, utilise its natural pace and should be able to cross them. And in the heats of the Australian Cup last week, it did win in the fastest qualifying time. So it's gone quicker Ooh, than nice. all these uh, qualifiers last week. 
It's going to get plenty of air out there, and it's quick early. So race nine, baby JC. Where's if, if you um, want to? Where's Well She's Smart? No, well, yeah, Well She's Fast. Where's she gone? She was in race uh, in the Constellation, um, but she's been scratched. Gary says so she won't be going around tomorrow night. Oh, disappointing. Uh, you'll, you'll have to wait another day to see her, <laughs> mate. But look, if you want to follow my advice, I'd be taking all those four dogs in a place multi. And if you do that, you're going to be securing about nine to one. Beautiful. If you take them all in a win multi, Gary, obviously we're going to need a little bit of luck with Long Shadow. But for the four of them to win, you're getting a massive 358 to one there, Gary. Uh, absolutely Whoa. unbelievable odds. Um, and that's can, that's, that's the dream is. It is, um, but not not beyond the realm of possibility, Gary. And then I'm also going to be taking a double Long Shadow in the first into the Thompson's Dog, which is Stealth in race five. And for the double, you're looking at another healthy 17 to one. So nice. They're the four uh, Wizards, race one, Long Shadow. You're going to get 750. Race two, Master of Art. You're looking at around about three or four to one for him. Stealth for the Thompsons in race five at twos. And Baby JC to take out the Australian Cup in race nine at around seven to one. Fantastic, Wiz. I think we're almost out of time, fella. So, punters, get on the page. There's plenty of tips going around, even tonight for the Valley. All the tips will be up again tomorrow on on the page so you know join up it doesn't cost anything and uh join a great group of punters and whiz good luck to you tomorrow mate i hope we all come out of it with pockets full i do too carrie and no doubt uh fuzzer chris hudson probably listening to the podcast on the way down to the dog so yep can't wait to see you fuzz hurry up and get down here mate and happy party You're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz.